In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to the fourth day of January 2023. Let us beg that God will send us the gift of his Holy Spirit. Send us your Spirit, we pray thee, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say Amen. Father, send us your Holy Ghost, we pray thee, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say Amen. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. The first reading today is taken from the first epistle of St. John chapter 3 from verse 7 to verse 10. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John chapter 1, from verse 35 to verse 42. Friends in Christ, in the gospel today, John the Baptist points out Jesus Christ to two of his disciples upon seeing Jesus walk past their way. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the one that will take away the sins of the world. Behold the Savior of the world. Behold the Christ of God, anointed to save his people, to redeem Israel, to set captives free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, to bring hope to the hopeless, to bring help to the poor, to give sight to the blind, and the power to hear to the deaf. Yes, this is the Lamb of God. Dear children of God, John the Baptist played this unique role of presenting Jesus to the world and pointing him out to the world. Jesus, the Savior of the world, was presented to the two disciples of John today as John gradually brings to an end his mission on earth. He brings to an end his mission on earth because the one he has come to announce to the world has arrived. And because he has, has arrived, he would have to leave the stage of the work of God's salvation to the salvation incarnate himself, to the savior of the world himself. And so with the coming of the savior of humanity, the works of every other human person in terms of enhancing the salvation of others becomes a participation in the salvific work of the savior of humanity. And so John participated and pointed out the Savior to Andrew and his colleague, disciples of John. And they carried on with that task 
of participating in the salvific work of Jesus Christ by introducing others to the salvation of God made manifest in Christ Jesus. That is what Andrew did upon his encounter with Jesus. He returned to his own home and said to his brother, Peter, come, we have seen the Savior. And so he said to him, come, let us go to the Savior. And Jesus indeed welcomed them. Now, when John and the other disciple of John the Baptist, I mean Andrew rather, and the other disciple of John the Baptist, saw Jesus, they said to him, Rabbi, teacher, show us where you live. And Jesus said to them, come and see. This invitation to come and see the place he stays, it's not just for them to have the physical sighting of his place of abode. Remember, Jesus says, the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. This statement he made of himself. So Jesus hadn't, if you like, at this stage of his life, this time that he starts his public ministry, he hadn't any permanent place of abode. He became like a nomadic, busy, carrying out the work of salvation for which he came into the world in human form. Beloved children of God, the invitation of Jesus Christ addressed to these two disciples of John the Baptist, come and see, was an invitation to come see his way of life his mission on earth, and to have them participate in that mission and way of life. And this was what Andrew did. It is on that note that he could return home and invite his brother Peter. And upon the coming and encountering of Jesus by Peter, he too was made to share and participate in the life of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, by participating in the mission and in the vision of Jesus Christ to save humanity. Dear friends in Christ, we too have been invited by virtue of our baptismal call to share in the life and in the salvific mission of Jesus Christ. We are called upon to encounter him and to bring him to others and to get others to him to encounter this great man, the savior of the world. Having been saved, we are now made agents of the salvation of God for humanity. Having experienced God, we have now been consecrated as instrument through which others will experience the same God. Dear friends in Christ, the question we are faced with today is, to what extent have we been able to participate fully and share in full in this salvific mission and vision of Jesus Christ? Let me tell you, in the words of St. John, in the first reading today, let no one deceive you. Dear child of God, let nobody deceive you. Let nobody deceive you. 
I saw a clip recently, a video clip of a supposed prophet carrying out all kinds of blood sacrifices with a view purportedly to make people rich and wealthy. And this person, in his own words, is a prophet like other prophets. And he mentioned prophets, pastors, general overseers, and priests of the Orthodox churches, who for him and his own colleagues and share in the same mission of Christ. I do not say this to judge him. God knows if he is or not a prophet of God. But my point here is, there are many out there. Some are operating in high places in different religious bodies. Different levels of the human society. Some purportedly, supposedly in the name of God. But they lead people away from God. They are opposed to the salvific mission of Jesus Christ. Don't be deceived. Anyone that does not point out Christ to you as the Savior of the world and present himself or herself to you as your Savior, dear child of God, that one is a deceiver. Irrespective of whatever guise, under whatever nomenclature, he or she or such a group may be operating. Everyone who participates and shares in the work of salvation that is brought about by Christ has Christ as the Savior and points out Christ as the Savior. This is what John the Baptist did. Anyone who would want Jesus to decrease in order for him to increase is the deceiver, is the Antichrist. Run away for the sanity of your soul and for the protection of your salvation. Beloved children of God, I therefore encourage you today to follow Christ with all your heart Seek to do his will, and having encountered him in person, bring, make yourself a veritable tool in his hand, promoting the values of his kingdom, and letting his work of salvation reach through you to the very ends of the earth. May Almighty God bless you. Through your way of life, may Christ the Savior be presented to the world, especially those who encounter you, so that experiencing Jesus like Andrew and Peter did, they too will go to fetch more souls for Christ the Lord, and through you and I, that Jesus Christ may reach out to more of his people, salvaging them through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.